I'm Ryan. I'm Christian. I'm Braxton. And welcome to the question at hand, the least specific podcast. What's up, guys? And welcome back to the question at hand. And uh, backstory. I've been watching this show called Mythic Quest and there were like a couple episodes about this guy and he's like the writer and he loves backstory. So like a couple of the episodes were actually his backstory. Like if his character in the show, it was great. Uh, but the other day, I'm one wa- with Rob McGinnis mm-hmm. from Always Sunny, right? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've, it's, I know he's like, it's really a, good, man. I, I've loved it so far. And it's, it's almost like a, the Office or Parks and Rec, but it's for a video game company. Yes. It'd be like working for uh, WoW or something. That's the idea, right? Isn't it like an, like an MMO or something? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, it's wild. Which in reality is supposed to be like an awful workplace. <laughs> Which it, is funny. It's so funny though, man. I, I've really enjoyed it. And like it's, I think we're in the middle of season two right now. And uh-huh. it's, it's really solid. Uh, anyway, that has nothing to do with the backstory. Other than backstory. So, uh, I'm watching Good Mythical Morning the other day, and they were trying uh, barbecue from like, I think it was like a cheap restaurant, like a fast food restaurant, all the way up to like a five star restaurant. So, like, there was like four different variations in yeah. price level of these barbecues, and one of them, Link said, "Man, that barbecue sauce is like way." too strong like you don't need to cover up like the taste of your meat with barbecue sauce mm, right. and that got me thinking I don't think we've ever talked about barbecue okay on the show before so this is coming straight from Wikipedia the number one source of the question at hand um, but I just wanted to give another little backstory to barbecue so barbecue informally BBQ in the UK and US <laughs> Barbie in Australia and how do you say that Bry, Bry in South Africa is a term used with significant regional and national variations to describe various cooking methods which use live fire and smoke to cook the food. Right. Yeah. So I didn't realize that because you know you hear about different barbecues like all over the country and this one's better than this one and so on and so forth. Yes, the styles of the... Yeah. So the first thing on Wikipedia like the first subsection is etymology and history. Right. Why is it called barbecue? It's called barbecue. So the English word barbecue and its cognates in other languages come from the Spanish word barbacoa. Right. And etymologists believe this was derived from barbecue found in the B-A-R-A-B-I-C-U barbecue, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It sounds exactly the same as barbecue. Uh, Found in the language of the Arawak people of the Caribbean and Temucua people of Florida. Hmm. So that's that's where the word originated from. Um, And it has been seen as early as the 1730s. New England Puritans were familiar with barbecue. As on November 4th, 1731, New London, Connecticut resident Joshua Hempstead wrote in his diary, I was at Madam Winthrop's at an entertainment or treat of Colin, 
which I think is supposed to be kernel, it's got its brackets. Mm. Or uh, Samuel Brown's a barbacade. Mm. I don't, they're like some kind of old English, I guess. So it's it's been around. So they for a, roasted the kernel and ate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first thought. So it's it's been around for a long time, yeah. and there's a lot of like regional variants, of course, across the U.S. Now, do you have a favorite style of barbecue? Well, first, I think we have to say there's a common misconception among mostly people who live in larger urban areas who refer to barbecuing when they really mean just cooking on a grill. Mm-hmm. Good point. And that that is kind of annoying. Yes, and it's understandable. They wouldn't have a reason to to, to know any better. I guess that is also in this article. But the well. phrase bar, "having a barbecue" has become a catch-all of grilling something in your backyard. But that is not barbecued food. That is grilled food yeah. over a flame. So there's some different styles of barbecue, and it says when in the styles. In American English usage, grilling refers to a fast process over high heat. Exactly. While barbecuing refers to a slow process using indirect heat or hot smoke. Yes. Similar to some forms of roasting. Yeah. Yeah. So even when people, yeah. yeah, Cooking burgers, cooking steaks on the grill, most of the time you're grilling it. You're not smoking it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So this says, according to estimates, prior to the American Civil War, Southerners ate around five pounds of pork for every pound of beef they consumed. So barbecuing oh, right. is, in Texas anyway, is more associated with beef. But in other parts in of the country, parts of the South, maybe they, they, it makes sense that they would have larger amounts of pork and not as much cattle. Yeah. Uh, in Louisiana, Creole and Cajun culture, these feasts are called usaris or pig pickings. Because I was about to do the Cajun accent, but I, I knew I couldn't do it. I would start laughing. So Yeah, they used to catch later. and cook wild hogs. Right. So it became a time of celebration for the neighborhood. Right. Somebody get the giant wild hog, everybody can eat a piece. Yep. Uh, so each southern locale has its own variety of barbecue, but more particularly the sauces. Uh, right. So South Carolina is the only state that traditionally includes all four recognized barbecue sauces including mustard-based, vinegar-based, and light and heavy tomato-based sauces. North Carolina sauces vary by region. Eastern North Carolina uses a vinegar-based sauce. The center of the state uses Lexington-style barbecue with a combination of ketchup and vinegar as their base. And Western North Carolina uses a heavier ketchup base. Memphis barbecue is best known for tomato and vinegar-based sauces. In some Memphis establishments and in Kentucky, meat is rubbed with dry seasoning or dry rubs and smoked over hickory wood without sauce. The finished barbecue is then served with barbecue sauce on the side. Right. Which is the way barbecue, in my opinion, should be served. If it's a good piece of meat, that's the good way to go. Is that way. Yeah. You shouldn't need barbecue sauce at all. In all honesty. Right. Like if anything, it should be a preference that you flavor the meat to your liking after the fact. But well here's here's something else though is like especially with ribs and stuff the idea being you do all that stuff that you would normally do but then after you just after you for sure cook the meat like in a, a container or in foil or something take it back out and you put a thin layer of sauce on it 
and you put that back directly in the smoker. And the sauce then gets caramelized. It's not liquidy. It becomes like sticky. Mm-hmm. And it becomes part of the meat. Now that is really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we all already knew that. The barbecue of Alabama, Georgia, and Tennessee is almost always pork, often served with a sweet tomato-based sauce. Several regional variants exist. Alabama is also known for its distinctive white sauce, a mayonnaise and vinegar-based sauce originating in northern Alabama, used predominantly Mm. on chicken and pork. A popular item in North Carolina and Memphis is the pulled pork sandwich, served on a bun and then often topped with coleslaw. Weird. Pulled pork is prepared by shredding the pork after it has been barbecued. Kansas City-style barbecue is characterized by its use of different types of meat, including pulled pork, pork ribs, burnt ends, smoked sausage, beef brisket, beef ribs, smoked or grilled chicken, smoked turkey, and sometimes fish. A variety attributable to Kansas City's history as a center for meat packing. Right. Hickory is the primary wood used for smoking in Kansas City, while the sauces are typically tomato-based with sweet, spicy, and tangy flavors. Pit beef prevails in Maryland and is often enjoyed at large outdoor bull roasts, which are commonly fundraising events for clubs and associations. I feel like we have lots of those around here as well. That kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah Something similar. Yeah. Uh, Maryland style pit beef is not the product of barbecue cookery in the strictest cookery. sense. Cookery. Yeah. The what meat- is this cookery? <laughs> the meat is not smoked, but grilled over high heat. Meat is typically served rare with a strong horseradish sauce as a preferred mm. condiment. The state of Kentucky, particularly Western Kentucky, which is where I think we've had some of the best barbecue I've ever eaten, uh, is unusual in its barbecue cooking. The preferred meat is mutton. Cuban. Oh. And we did not have mutton. What did we eat? When we were in. Was that even in Western Kentucky necessarily? We were in Lexington, right? It was more like Central. That's that's sheep, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which Lamb, is I guess. interesting because I don't, I've never heard of anyone barbecuing mutton. I just know it from the whole memes of people at like medieval times eating a giant like mutton chop. Yes. Yeah. Did you just realize what that was? <laughs> <laughs> this kind of mutton barbecue is often used in communal events in Kentucky, such as political rallies, county fairs, and church fundraising events. And then barbecue in Texas is predominantly beef due to the state's historic ties to cattle raising. That's barbecue in a nutshell. Interesting. Yeah. Barbecue is one of the finer delicacies that we have around this area. I think so too. It's so good, man. And like when you find a really good barbecue place. Yeah. It's like a hidden gem well, almost. And that's what's difficult about it too is there's so much of it that's, it's not like it's bad. But just like most food places, most restaurants overall, right, are, are mediocre. They're okay. But like you're saying, when you find the one that's like, okay, this is good. This is exactly what I look for in it. it that's rare. Yeah. And I feel like barbecue is one of those unique kind of like, not only meats, but cooking styles as a whole because... I mean, you have barbecue cook-offs. Like people go out and spend like entire weekends. Exactly. Those are fun. In, like, I've done like, the, like taste things for those before. Mm-hmm. It's actually really fun to do. 
I met a guy last September at like a conference that I went to and he, that was like his thing. He was like really, really into it. And so they would go out. He, I, was, cool. I was asking him about it. I was like, so what, what exactly do you do? He's like, oh, we go out like on Friday, get everything ready and we'll put it in like midnight, smoke it for like, I don't know what he said, like 24 hours. And then like Sunday, they they all kind of like rush. He's like, it's it's actually really fun. It's like one yeah. of those cooking shows where but they, they everybody has to get a dish and pr- present it to the judges. Yes. And he's like, yeah, it's kind of like we all put it together at the last second. Get it run all it up perfect, there. and then we run it up there, and like it, most of the time it's in a go box or some other container. Mm-hmm. But the way they do it is they label them all with numbers, and then you sit at a table, and you have a little pen and paper, and you go through. You just know the number, the number written on the box, and you take a bite, and then you grade it. Oh, really? And then you pass That's it pretty on cool. and grade it. Huh? Where did you do that at? Uh, we had one that was sort of like a a scholarship fundraiser thing. Oh, really? When I was in college. And uh, we like organize it and stuff, but mm-hmm. they would have like people like us and professors and other random people who Come were do like the taste tests. And yeah, stuff. you could do all of them because there was like there's like five or six different meat categories. There's like a dessert one, like mm-hmm. and if you ate all of it, if you ate, you think like, oh, it'd be fine. But eating one bite out of like <laughs> twenty boxes, yeah, you get full. Oh yeah, really quickly. <laughs> and then you get desserts and everything, and yeah, so, something else too is they uh, sounds so good they have though. crackers and pickles. There. What? Because they're palate cleansers. Okay. The salt and crackers and of course pickles, uh-huh. right? Just vinegar. If you eat a pickle, which is what I would do between every bite, it washes your mouth clean, so to speak. Huh. It's interesting. I hate pickles. I think they're disgusting. Mm. I'm just not a not a pickle fan. Now, it's not even the dill that I like, it's the vinegar. Now that leads into the sauce discussion, right? Mm-hmm. So my favorite sauce is one that's high on vinegar content. That's real sort of like savory, salty, that kind of stuff. I don't really care for the sweet because I'm I'm someone who I don't like to make sweet and savory. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I, I guess what is your favorite kind of barbecue? Like meat? Yeah. Uh... I don't know. I mean, you could shoot sli- sli- like a, a good of piece of sliced brisket is good, but I also really like pulled pork. Pulled pork is really it's, good. It's hard to beat that. I really, really like pulled pork. I also, I really like sausage. Yeah, which that's extremely varied. Some mm-hmm. sausages are really delicious and some are nasty. Really gross. Yeah, which is why liking sausage so much is kind of... It's a crapshoot. Yeah, you get like two or three and you taste You never know it, what you're going to like. Yeah, it's like a lot, life's like a box of chocolates. Exactly. Box life's of like sausage. a it's like a barbecue full of sausage. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. It really is true. I mean, you can literally go you can even go to the same barbecue restaurant and order sausage like on back to back days and it won't be quite the same. Mm-hmm. There'll be something different about it. What about you, Christian? Trying mm. to remember. I haven't had meat in four months, so I've kind of <laughs> forgotten true. what a lot of stuff tastes like. Uh, last time I had barbecue, I don't know if I've ever had anything other than a brisket sandwich. Mm. Oh, like a chopped beef sandwich? or Yeah. You should branch out a little bit. <laughs> no, I don't know if I'll, I'll go back to eating meat. 
uh, kind of like not eating it. But I do remember moist brisket was really good. And one summer I did get to try Austin, Memphis, and Kansas City barbecue in the same summer. I tried the burnt ends in Kansas City. That was good. Mm. And I tried Memphis. And my favorite out of the three by far was Memphis. And I don't remember why. You do really like yeah. Memphis barbecue. I remember we went through Memphis and you were like, dude, we, we have to get barbecue. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. It was pretty good. But I don't know that I got the right thing when we went to Memphis. Is the draw of barbecue places not just like the main meat, but also the sides? Isn't that That's a true. huge deal? Mm-hmm. I think so. No. <laughs> but most of the time, they're not that good. Yeah. That's the problem. Because they skimp on it because it's just a plate filler. It could be good, but they don't take the time to make it good because they make it in like containers that are like a square yard or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. They make like that much potato salad for the day. I don't know if I've been to that many barbecue places. When did the one here open up? Well, I mean, we had Stacy's forever. For a long time. Yeah, I've been to that one a few times. I've been to Stacy's with you a few times. <laughs> but no that is more. true. I think every time we went, you got a chop view sandwich. And it was okay. It's, it's, and Stacy's was pretty good. Yeah. All around. You know, there was yeah. nothing that was like I, lacking. I also really like turkey. Yeah, if it's cooked right. I yeah. like it too. Like I know uh, when we go to um, Spring Creek Barbecue, you've been there? Mm-hmm. It's like a chain, but I mean, their food is usually right. really good. Uh, so we used to go quite a bit. Um, and there's one in Tyler. We just hadn't been much lately. Uh, but I really like Spring Creek. Um, and they've got like a turkey sandwich. I'm a big sandwich guy. I really like sandwiches. I'm not a huge like get a plate with meat and a couple sides. I just it's like hard to, to beat a good sandwich. I just like to have a sandwich. Yeah. No ordinary sandwich. <laughs> it's a sandwich filled with jellyfish jelly. What counts as barbecue? So you were making the point that grilling any meat is not barbecue. Like a burger. Burgers are not barbecue. No. And most of the time, people cooking steaks on a grill is just a... It's grilled. Yeah, steaks aren't barbecue. What would you have to do to make that particular meat barbecue? Length of time. You have to smoke it. Okay. Smoke it over low heat. Yeah. Not quickly over high heat. That's what we just talked about. <laughs> right. So most of the time, the way yeah. ribs are cooked... If they're cooked correctly, they're more on the barbecued side. Yeah. So barbecue actually used to be like really difficult to do, which is why that people were like really specialized in it. Um, And like, especially restaurants, like you could go anywhere and it might be good. It might be bad. But the ones that were good were like really, really good. The ones that were bad were just, you know, eh. It used to be, it used to be really tough. But now pretty much anybody can do it. I mean, they make relatively cheap, like smokers and they run off wood with, pellets with like Traegers and need. stuff. And I mean, yeah, so my uncle has and one. And you can set the exact, you know, mm-hmm. temperature you want it to go to, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, most of them run off like an app on your phone now. So I, my, the one my uncle has is like a vertical rack. You put all the meat in and it has this box on the back that you put wood pellets in and it'll burn for, I think he may have to refill it like once while he's doing it and like, 16 hours or however long he's smoking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, 
you just sit it, you put it in, you, you get it to whatever desired temperature you want and you can put probes in and stuff um, to get like the internal temperature right. of the meat. And check and make sure it's done, which yeah. usually in the length of time it sits out there, like it should be. It's not going to be undercooked. Like, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you can, I mean, you can barbecue anything, chicken, turkey, sausage, brisket. Uh, I mean, briskets are not easy to do, but now that they're like, everything's so easy. And, and the key though with everything. a lot of things, like I was saying is like, especially chicken and turkey and stuff, is I think like people will just put it like on the thing, but most of it you have to like put it in a container or have it wrapped in foil for half the time or more than half the time. Yeah, most of the time. Because it, it cooks it, mm-hmm. but then you want to take it out of whatever it's in to get the outside the way people expect it to be. You know what I'm saying? I mean, most of that comes from like what kind of like rub that you use on it. Because I mean, I mean, if you're going to barbecue something, you should, you should put some kind of a rub on it typically. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can just cook it straight with the meat. Um, maybe put some barbecue sauce but on it's it or something. Really but good. it's never as good. No, you, and most you, people complicate it too. Like if you just put salt and pepper on it, oh, yeah, rub it, it doesn't in, have to be that's anything all. crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely doesn't have to be anything crazy. Uh, but I mean, you got to put something on there. You got to season it somehow. Exactly. Um, but most of the time you cook it in, in like tinfoil or something like this because it keeps all the juices in. Exactly. Like Otherwise just, it would become like a brick. If you just put a piece of meat in the rack, all the juices go out of it and then it's just like And it can catch on fire. And it, I mean, which yes. then makes it really like <laughs> extra crispy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, which is... Like before all these nice pellet smokers, like Traeger kind of revolutionized it, I think, because they were one of the first to do the pellet grill uh, smokers and everything like that, I'm pretty sure. Um, But before that, you'd have like a burn box on the side of like a smoker. Yes. And And that's where you'd have the fire and then you'd have to determine how much smoke you wanted to let in. And so it was way more difficult to like control the temperature. Yeah. And it was one of those... Because now it's almost you set it and forget it, yes. and then you'll just go check on it whenever. But used to, I mean, it was like a you got to check on this thing like all the time to yes. make sure that the heat is right. And yeah, it was a it was a process. Yeah, that's the way my dad still cooks it with a little side box. And oh, really? That's pretty cool. But he needs to get a new smoker because it's like falling apart. He should get one of the you fancy I mean? ones. Yeah, he's probably like going to cook with wood pellets all though. over that. He'd want to cook with wood, but the wood pellets are super easy, man. He'd uh, he needs to get a new a new one. The wood pellets because all nice. like the welds are all messed rotten up. out. Yeah, just from heat. Which yeah. most which is funny because it's like I guarantee you, like most of the time, smokers that people buy. They use like once a year. We use ours a lot of time, probably yeah. more than the average person, which I think leads to that stuff happening quicker. You know I, mean, I mean, it could. I mean, it also depends on how well you clean it oh, um, yeah. and maintain it. But uh, you never know, man. I mean, if you're using it a lot, anything's going to wear out. I mean, it's oh, just yeah. kind of how stuff goes. So. Uh, so my next question is, what determines good barbecue for you? Is it meat selection, tenderness, the taste, sauce? What determines good barbecue? 
It has to be juicy. If it's dry, it's not good. It's pointless. Yeah. Right? I agree. It has to be juicy. Which is true with most meat anyway. Mm -hmm. Baked, grilled, anything like that. Yeah. If it's dry, it's... mm, So I actually, like, I'm not a huge beef guy. Like, I'll eat a hamburger every now and then, but, like, I don't eat steak. It's not a fan. Uh, And so, like, brisket... I mean, chopped beef, like whatever. It's a, it's okay. Like I'll eat it, but it's almost like too chewy. Uh, but I yeah. will if there's brisket and it's juicy. And I mean, you can have juicy brisket that's like really chewy and hard to eat still. But if it's like fall off, like you can't like when you cut it, it's just like butter. You put it yeah. in your mouth and it just kind of melts. That's the best kind of brisket. Yeah. If it if it's too chewy, I'm just like it's not worth yeah. my. And what's funny about brisket too, though, is like people now like talk about it like, oh yeah, brisket's like the best cut of meat. No, no, it's the worst cut of meat. That's why you smoke it for like 20 hours. Yeah. It's the neck muscle. Like, (laughs) (laughs) have you seen how much it's gone up lately? My uncle was just telling me this the other day. It used to be like under a dollar a pound. It's $6 a pound now. So like what you said- but besides any other market stuff, I think it's just gotten more popular to buy it and smoke a brisket. No, it's all market stuff. No, because most people didn't. I guarantee you 20 years ago, people were not as familiar oh, with I'm the concept sure. of smoking a brisket, right? I'm sure. And nobody else. Well, and it kind of goes back to the ease of use now It'll, with all these smokers. Right, it's much easier it's much to do easier. it for the average person. Yeah. So where people were like, oh man, that's way too much work. I'm not going to spend 20 hours smoking a brisket just to... yeah." Stay up all night and have a man piece of meat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, now it's so easy. But all the price of yeah. Is going well, on. and one of the nice things about brisket is feeds a bunch of people. It, yes, like, it's, I think it's kind think, of more for your money in a way. I think Paul was telling me it was like it was like, what they were getting at the time was like a sixteen pound piece of meat. So where it was like twenty bucks, you could feed like a ton of people. When it comes down to the price per pound or per person, yeah, it's not that much. No, it's super cheap. But now with it being $6 a pound, it's like, yeah. if you want to feed it the same amount of people, it. it's like $90 yeah. instead of 20 It's freaking crazy, man. <sighs> we live in an insane time right now. Everything's so expensive. Anything else? Meat selection? Mm. I don't know. I... I like a lot of different stuff, but I really like pulled pork. That's kind of the favorite. Does does sauce matter? Yes, I know Christian's like a big sauce sauce. guy. What kind of sauce do you like? Vinegar sauce. I hate sweet sauce. I don't know that I've ever had vinegar sauce. I just don't want it to taste sweet, or like honey, or like syrup, or like any of that. I don't like any of that. You don't like the honey stuff. I don't want it to taste like dessert. It's meat. Now I understand the appeal. But yeah. me personally, it bothers me. I don't know. I like some stuff to be sweet sometimes. And I don't really necessarily want it to be like hot either. I mean, I don't want it to be like candy or anything like super, super sweet, but like yeah. a little bit of like a sweet taste in there. Yeah. I'm perfectly fine. Right. The problem is most sauces you buy at the store like just taste like syrup to me. There's sweet no baby like, there's no like nuance of like a little bit of sweetness. It's like sweet baby rays. Yeah. Which sweet baby raisins is okay, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I'm not a, I don't like sauce. I think the meat should be able to speak for itself. Like if you, I think if you need sauce, then you didn't do a good enough job cooking right. the meat to begin with. Right. Well, Seasoning it's, it, whatever. Yeah. To me, and it's I supposed think to that, be on the side as a dip. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, I think there is a place for sauce. And I know love, lots of people love sauce. Like that's the reason they eat barbecue is so yeah. because they love the sauce so much. But I just think if this, if the meat is good enough and you seasoned it and cooked it as well as you should have, it should speak for itself, and you shouldn't have to cover it up right with sauce. Like if you just want to dip it in and that, like, try some sauce with it. Right, I'll put it on to a sandwich. You. Yeah, but I'm not a big sauce guy. I know Christian likes sauce though. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say about sauce? I like it. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I like the sweet stuff. I've I've had some sour and spicier stuff, which is good. You know, a little bit of everything never hurts. But I like the sweet stuff. Um, I don't know. I just always felt like I like food to have very overpowering tastes, and some mm. people are not that way. They're very um, pure it, yeah. in what they want out of their food palate preference. Yeah. The, crazy, like the, the craziest tasting stuff though is sometimes the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is vinegar based sauce? Is it like tart? Yeah. I mean, I to me vinegar, it's just so. like salty. Okay. Like it doesn't necessarily taste like vinegar. But it's just very obviously like, does it smell like vinegar? I don't know. <laughs> Have you not smelled it? Well, I don't know. Maybe. Because I hate vinegar. Like with a do, do you like stuff like, it like, makes me want to throw up. Do you like stuff like Worcestershire sauce or horseradish? No. Okay, then you won't like it. That's just freaking disgusting. That's the flavor that I'm searching for. Mm. I love that stuff. Worcestershire. I love, I love sauerkraut. I love Worcestershire sauce. You like sauerkraut? Mm-hmm. I love it. It's so good. My mom to try to catch gnats in our house lately has had apple cider vinegar like in bowls everywhere. And so the whole house smells like vinegar. And I'm like giving you away and, and not the flies. It freaking stinks, man. Yeah. It makes me want to throw up. Like I smell it and I'm like, like it makes me gag. It's so gross. You know people drink apple cider vinegar I know, for like stomach dude. problems. And it's good. It's, it's good I, I would for probably you. like it. <laughs> it's really good for you too. Like there are some seriously good health benefits yes. from drinking apple cider vinegar. You couldn't do it. But there's no way that I could do it. Like I would, <laughs> uh, I would, I literally think I would throw up. Like it is that repulsive to me. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's worse than smelling garbage. I legitimately think it's worse. And like, I would well, rather. It does kind of smell like garbage. I would juice. rather go to the zoo and stand by the elephant pit where it, you yeah. know it stinks than have to smell vinegar. That's how bad it is. Like, it is just I, not. I, I can understand that. Oh, it's so gross. So you never. <laughs> what are you about to say? <laughs> you never used it at like Long John Silver's? What? Oh, the yeah, where they have like the, it's sort of vinegar, right? It's called something, though. They have it in like jugs on the table. Yeah. At 
Long John Silver's? Yeah, dude. I, I used certain to, fish places, yeah. No. I used to drown my fish in that stuff. <laughs> that stuff is pretty good. Oh, it's not exactly have... vinegar. It's like a flavored vinegar or something. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't know. No, I'd never try it. It's good, man. Doesn't ketchup have vinegar in it too? Yeah, probably. Everything has I, vinegar I'm in pretty it. sure ketchup does. And I don't like, I mean, I'm not crazy about the smell of ketchup. It tastes great. I love ketchup. Stop smelling ketchup. But the smell of ketchup a lot of times is <laughs> no, like... No, I know what you mean. It's it, it like doesn't, gross. Uh, like it has a very... Like it, it doesn't really smell like tomatoes. It smells like vinegar that they're yes. using to preserve it. Yeah. Not a fan. You know, vinegar is basically like wine that has spoiled. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. No. I didn't know this. It's basically like the next <laughs> stage, at least from what I understand. I may be missing something, but I always understood it as like if wine spoils, mm-hmm. it becomes vinegar. So it's like the next stage in the alcohol process is it becomes mm. vinegar. It's I gross. So much. I Don't. also, I, I, <laughs> I feel very what similarly. What are you, the vinegar man? <laughs> I feel very similar about pickle juice. Like I cannot stand the smell of pickles either. Which is, yeah, that's yeah. all part of the same wheelhouse. Yeah. I love, I can drink. Uh-uh. What, how did you feel about when they, at the concession stand they sold the little frozen pickle juice I cups? never understood why people like that. That is kind of weird. But I know that people love pickles. And I'm like, you guys are weird. Now, what wasn't good was the giant pickles at the concession stand. Because I've dated girls that love pickles. Like, we'll yeah. just eat them out of the jar. And I'm like... I eat you them have, out of the jar sometimes. I'm like, you have got to go like brush your teeth before. But you know what I'm talking <laughs> about, right? The giant pickles. Yes, the giant pickles. Those are like wrapped good. in a napkin. I never liked those. Mm, Here's I, why: because they weren't crunchy. They were most of the time soggy, because the pickle was too big. They always looked disgusting. Like people would go get those and they'd take a bite out of them. If, and if I, I was want a like, pickle, I want it to still be kind of crunchy. Like that, right? Yeah, like it's actual oh, yeah. close to a fresh cucumber. It's about the crunch, isn't that like their slogan yes. or something about but crunch? Those you could tell were just always like I don't know what they did to them. You know, the worst part was when people ate those and they like bit it and then were like oh. to like suck the juice in to keep it from running down. <laughs> it was like the gross. I was like, could you eat more quietly, please? This is a, <laughs> the quietest I can eat. Yeah. But yeah, they would like take a bite and like slurp it and you just got this full like yeah. vacuum. <laughs> it was gross. I was like, good grief. Yeah. Uh, At least with the, with the, the pickle popsicles, they were, you know. Yeah, it was a popsicle. But no, my mom, because uh, like pickle juice is really good for like if you have cramps. Yes. Like athletic cramps or period cramps or who knows. Whatever yeah, people yeah. cramp for. Yeah. My dad will drink it sometimes. So my mom got me this little like pickle juice shot thing that I kept in my bag just in case. And I was like, I think I would rather cramp than actually drink this thing. But you know what? If it's that bad that I have to drink this shot you of pickle juice, it, I'll consider know. it. Yeah. And luckily I never had to, but there were times where I was cramping and I was like, just give me anything but that. <laughs> just <laughs> but please don't. I, I do not want to drink this pickle juice. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, to be straight, Doc, do I got to take the pickle juice? <laughs> so, uh, you know, we did talk about sauce a little bit, but do you think barbecue sauce is necessary to have good barbecue? I know I said for meat, the meat should be able to speak for itself, but for like a barbecue place, like a restaurant to be considered a good barbecue place, is the sauce necessary? Even if their meat is fantastic. 
I think it's the people's expectation. They kind of have to have the sauce. You know, just because of the public's expectation. I mean, Christian's over here shaking his head yes and giving a thumbs up, so. Even if the meat is good enough, the people would, most people would be kind of confused. Mm -hmm. You mean you have no sauce? Yeah. That'd be weirded out. I feel like a lot of people almost use sauce as a means of lubrication to swallow it. Which is... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, that's true. Because sometimes the barbecue itself is not juicy enough and the sauce helps sort of rejuvenate the heat. That's true. You go out to West Texas? Everything out there is dry. Dry as meat. The moistness like evaporates out of the meat. I bet it does. I don't know when I've had barbecue in West Texas. Don't. I I don't (laughs) remember, but I just know that... There's also a bunch of dust in it. Yeah. Grief. I wonder, do they have a harder time making barbecue at like higher altitudes? Maybe. I never thought about that before. I could see it, maybe. It might also just be regional. They just cook the meat differently. Right, right. But yeah, because the the whole dry air, it does affect a lot of things. You know? Yeah. Because like here, it's really humid. Yeah, I remember when when we like went through like all the Western U.S. Like you could get out of the shower, brush off with a towel, and you were dry. And I was like, I had this moment one day where I was like, "Wait a minute, I'm dry. This is incredible." Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I never thought that there was the concept before that people weren't just still wet after they used the towel and yeah. completely dried off after the shower. Yeah, we don't know what that's like around no. here. That sounds so nice. We uh, So we went to the arcade. I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago. But we went to this arcade in Dallas. And the guy we met up with was like, is it always this humid around here? This is so nice because he's from El Paso. He's not used to it. Yeah, There's like no humidity whatsoever out there. He's like, dude, this is so nice. I need to move to Dallas. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, oh, it's even worse in East <laughs> Texas, man. Trust me. Yeah, It's crazy though. It's, it's like some people though are like preconditioned for one or the other because I've heard of it like well, of course, you heard back in the day, people would move to drier conditions if they had like TB or something. But there's also like the opposite of us having the problem of like you dry off very easily. There's a lot of people who live in like California who may move to Texas who have a lot of skin problems. And they're, they're like, and their skin is like healthier immediately just because there's a little bit of water in the air. You know what the best part you know? about like a dry climate is? Like in one that's not super humid, you can actually go outside and breathe and not sweat and not have to shower like at the end of the day. You're, like you're a water fountain. Yes, yeah, that's true. It's so nice. You know, yeah, yeah. You can actually like walk outside and not like immediately be like that's so so wet. crazy though. Is sometimes it really does. It's like it's that much. Yeah, it so is you that walk bad. outside for probably two minutes. Yes. And you were like completely soaked in sweat. It's freaking gross, man. Yeah. Uh, like, what was it Sunday night? I don't know. I wasn't here. In, when it was Sunday like, night. it wasn't San Antonio. It rained in the afternoon and you walked outside and it's like, oh. like really, it's human. like the worst possible, like just after yeah. it's rained, but the sun is still shining through and you're like, 
Mm-hmm. You know, there's always like a, a, it's always interesting, like right after it rains, because sometimes it's, it's cl- like it's clean, really nice, feels clean. It's not like crazy humid, like it just feels so nice outside. Yeah. And then there's other times where it rains. And when you walk outside, it feels like it's still raining. It's a rainforest. Yes. It's so gross. I think that has to do with the like high pressure, low pressure thing. And like what kind of storm comes through. Whichever one that brings the nice weather needs to come through every time. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Oh my goodness. Okay. So how do you feel about store-bought barbecue sauce compared to like a homemade recipe from a restaurant or something like that? I don't really see that much of a difference. I mean, they can both be good. I like head country sauce. Head country? Yeah. It's the stupidest name for a barbecue sauce ever, but it really is like the most delicious. Head country. It's like neutral. Does it have like a meaning? I don't know. (laughs) Come on down to Bubba's Barbecue and try our head country sauce. Yeah. And maybe like a cowboy thing. I don't know. I don't know what that means. But it's delicious. Is it vinegar-based? Probably. Since you like it so much? Yeah. Probably. You, so you prefer vinegar-based. Yeah. What do you prefer, Christian? I don't know if I can tell the difference. Between vinegar and tomato-based? Mm-hmm. Or what is the other one? Mustard-based? Yeah. I probably like sweet the most. Mm-hmm. Should probably be like tomato. I think so, yeah. I actually like a JW's has like a, a hot barbecue sauce. It's kind of spicy. It's actually really good. It's also too hot sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, I'm at a barbecue You reach that place. third bite and you're like, maybe I shouldn't have like put the entire cup on there. Like I'm eating the bomb on hot ones. Yeah. Yeah. For real. (laughs) Oh, man. I've always wanted to try some of their hot sauce. Yeah. I think their branded hot sauce, like the first we feast hot sauce, Uh is supposed to be like, it's supposed to be really really good. good. Yeah. I always look for it in a store, but I never see it. I need to like order some. First we feast hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard their stuff is really, really good. They've also, what is the, uh, the last dab? Isn't that like the hottest one that they have that they do at the end of every show? I think that's all right. I would never want to try that. That no, sounds I mean, terrible. Neither. Me neither. I don't know how. Is it Sean Evans? Any of those? Yeah. I don't know how he does that all the time. I mean, I guess you just get used to it at some point. But like, he's just like to the point where he is like calm, cool, I think and it's collected. A brain thing. I think it's the thing where he feels the pain, but in his head, he's like, he's mentally like ascended past. How do his insides still function after he eats that many hot That's wings? what I wonder too, though. Like, does he just, is his whole, like, dietary, whatever, just completely screwed all the time? Yeah. There's no way that his intestinal tract does not have holes in it. <laughs> I mean, that's I don't probably know how often true. That he's eating the last dab, but that can't be healthy to, like, eat that all the time. No. Because mm. you know that has to go all the way through the system. Oh, yeah. You think it's hot going in. Imagine how hot your butthole would burn whenever you had to poop that out. Oh my God. And it, it, the, mm. the irony is just like eating, not unlike eating the wings, it would start off bearable and get worse. 
Because that's the order you ate. The, that's how it works, right? <laughs> I don't know that that's how that would work. Okay. Because I think once it kind of all got and conglomerated, it, it makes Actually, together. you know what? I wonder if you mixed all of those, if the Scoville units would actually be higher than the last dab all combined in your stomach. I think it would work like though, where they were like the lower one would just phase into the higher. The lower one wouldn't even. So it would, it would just stay at whatever. Yeah, like it would maybe be a little higher collectively together, but I think a lot of them would sort of like phase into each other and not. Yeah, that still sounds terrible, though, man. <laughs> oh, I feel like he needs to go see like a doctor about that. I wonder if the show pays him to like see like a gastro. You know what? I wonder if he takes like Pepto Bismol or something before he does the show, so that his like stomach is coated. Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah. Because that would neutralize most of the heat. Like once it got to his stomach, he probably just like chugs a bottle before. He probably every show. has some sort of like special pill or regimen that he like is on. I think he'd that. have to, man. I, there's no way. Otherwise, would, would the show even be willing to pay like his insurance money? Yeah, I mean, it would because you hear about people like that eat weird stuff all the time, have like holes in their stomach or their intestinal tract, and. There's no way that eating spicy wings for a job where you have to do it like, who knows? I don't know how often they film. Probably like once a week. Uh, yeah, And it's probably yeah. every couple months because they do it in like seasons. So he for sure probably does it about 30 times a year. Yeah. I don't know. Which man. is a lot. It is. God, that's got to be 30 rough poops. You just know it is. <laughs> You just know that that's like, he's like, oh God, okay, I'm not going to be at work tomorrow. I could, what's <laughs> funny is I could see it being like one would, it would like build up where like your body would get mad at you where like one or two <laughs> would be okay, but then it would be like the third or fourth round you eat that month. It's like, yeah. no, I'm done with this. <laughs> <sighs> oh man, that sounds so terrible. <laughs> Golly. That's what he, it's the price <laughs> of, uh, it's the price of fame. <laughs> the price of fame. Oh my God. You've seen the episode with Gordon Ramsay, haven't you? Yes. That one, <laughs> I was like, Gordon Ramsay is the biggest wuss I've ever seen for somebody who's a chef. And you yeah. know that he makes all kinds of weird food. Yeah. Well, for the him thing to, is, though, is he, he would, his commentary was correct, though, where he'd some of them be like, okay, this one actually has flavor. Yeah. They tried to make it good. But yeah. then the other half of the sauces are like, it's just hot. It's pointless. There's it no flavor. It doesn't taste like anything except hot. Yeah. yeah. And that's not fun. Oh, man. That sounds that sounds <laughs> terrible. What flavor is this? Uh, hot? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. The bomb. <laughs> yeah. But no, even like, you, you're right. He did get some of like the later ones. I was like, yeah, this one actually has pretty good flavor. Mm -hmm. But most of them, it was just hot. Yeah. And like the whole time, it was so funny because you know he's sweating. Like you can literally see he's sweating. And he's like, chugging water and drinking milk and he like didn't he have stuff in his backpack that he like brought yeah he had some special thing he brought like lemons and limes out yes. it was crazy I was like this guy is insane like yeah. no one else that has ever come on this show has done has been that upset I guess by eating these spicy wings like yeah. there have been people that are like the DJ called me I am really uncomfortable right when now he just, he, He's one of the few, I forget who it was. There's like three or four people who have walked out. Yeah. And it's I think not, DJ Cobb was one of them. 
Uh, probably. I don't know. I haven't watched. I haven't watched them in a while. They just started a new season, I think, like this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. DJ Khaled. <laughs> DJ Khaled. I think LL Cool J too, right? Like, I have no he, idea. He gave up. I don't even know who. There's a wall of shame. Of yeah. People who. Did. There really is. Yeah. Ugh, man. Uh, that show is so such a good idea for a show. Yeah. Like whenever I first watched it, I was like, this might be one of the greatest shows that anyone's ever dreamed up. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So my last question, where have you gotten the best barbecue from? Could be a specific restaurant. Could right. be regional. As in like Memphis. But if you have a specific restaurant and then what you got from that restaurant that was so good. I don't know. The best I've had came from my father. <laughs> For real. It's a, it, that's the best. That's yeah. the standard. What is your dad barbecue? Uh, all kinds of stuff. But most of the time it's like, it'll be like a brisket and then like pork. Some kind of pork and sausage. And then he'll do ribs and stuff too. But uh, do you get to like be the one that pulls apart the pork? No, I got yeah. into food. we have we have like a saw uh-huh. that cuts it up. I got into like barbecue TikTok for a while. Right after TikTok was like really popular, there were barbecue channels like all over the place. And this one guy was like, "Yeah, I don't use a knife ever." He would just grab the pork and just like shred it apart with his yeah. hands and it would just like melt. And I was like, I need to the problem is though, then you have to like wait for it to cool down. Like, I don't know if they sell gloves that prevent heat that much to where you wouldn't burn yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's still steaming whenever he does it. He just got on like those, those like black rubber gloves and just like pulls it apart. Yeah. It always looks so good. I was like, can I just like order some barbecue from you? <laughs> You like send it in the mail? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me where to go and I'll make a trip. Because I need to eat this man's barbecue. So what is your favorite from your dad? Pulled pork, probably? Yeah, probably. But I don't know. It's all really good. I really like the ribs too, though. Ribs? Yeah. I'm not a ribs guy. I don't like bones. I hate bones. I will not eat bone and wings. Like you know, well, a bone lot and of people, wings are weird. But you know how people like eat bone and wings, and they just like grab it by the end, and they put the whole thing in their mouth and pull all the meat off, and it's yeah, just I like bone. Yeah, I can't do that because what if you get a bone in your mouth? I like eat around it. I I hate bones, man. They freak me out. The good thing about ribs, though, is it's a giant bone. Like you can't choke on it. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't like biting into the bone. Is my problem. Like even just like. Touching my teeth against the bone. It just weirds me out. <laughs> She's loving referring to the bone. The bones are their money. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Christian? Best barbecue? Mm. Uh, does Redoko account? You said it does, right? Since it, that, the, the name comes from it? Technically, right? But, but then I'm not sure barbecue is the same? I'm really not sure exactly how it's cooked. Don't you know? smoke it. 
I don't think they smoke like at a, it. Like at a Mexican restaurant? They don't smoke it. Maybe there's a kind of it that is. But most of what I'm familiar with, I don't think it is. Depends on where you got it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I enough mean, about it to say. I don't, I don't really either, but I, would, I mean, they're calling it barbecue, but um, it's not being barbecued, I would say. I feel like that would take too long for like a fast food restaurant or like, a, like just tacos. They're not going to spend 12 hours to make barbecue. They're going to sell in tacos the next day. I guess Stacy's maybe. Probably. Stacy's was good. Probably. Mm. What was that place we went in Memphis? Um, Central. Central Barbecue? What did you have there? Brisket. That's the only thing I've ever had. Yeah. I did have something else once and I threw it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I, funny. I think I had sausage from there, but it came out weird. Like normally, you know how sausage is like kind of cut up and they put it on a sandwich or something. This one was like in a hot dog bun and it was split down the middle. Right. It was super weird. And it was okay. Like it wasn't fantastic or anything. I bet some of their other food probably was better, but the sausage was eh. I will say, I think one of the best places that we've ever had barbecue was in Kentucky. And I had like a, it was like a spicy like shredded chicken sandwich. It was good, I man. That was good. Oh my God. <laughs> I just walked in. What was it? It was like the blue door. Wasn't mm-hmm. that what it was called? I just walked in and she was like, she was like, what can I get for you guys? And I was like, what do you recommend? She was like, uh, she gave me like two options. And I was like, no, let's do the chicken. It was like chicken or brisket, I think. And I was like, let's do the chicken. Yeah. And it was like a spicy, I don't know that what they had I've on had it. Something it like was that before, so good, man. And it was really delicious. It was so good. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely one that I would go back to and like, yeah, really be like, okay, yeah. Last time I had this, it was good. I think it was called the mailman. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think that's what you got. <laughs> I think I got a mailman. It sounds really familiar. Breaking news. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. They released the UFO report. No. Mexican pizza is back. No. Dang it. A lab analysis. So Subway was sued because people were saying that it wasn't real tuna. A lab analysis was done to determine whether a Subway tuna sandwich contained tuna DNA. New study fails to find any tuna DNA inside Subway tuna sandwich. We cannot identify the species. What are they putting in there then? Well, didn't it come out like 10 years ago that they were putting like shoe rubber in the buns? Don't what? you remember that? Probably. Yeah, um, because someone made reference to it earlier how they, the bread had failed quality testing or something like yeah. that. Yeah, like the bread had like a... Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was a preservative or something else, but it was like something that's used in, to make the soles of shoes. I don't know about here, but I know there have been studies that found... <laughs> Supposedly found like horse meat in a few different restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. In the UK. Well, that was a big one at Taco Bell for a while. 
shoot, dude. The Taco Bell meat comes in green. Like, you don't know what you're getting there. Yeah. It's green and they dye it before they cook it. Yeah. Or while they cook it. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it was like, when someone told me that, I was like, that kind of makes me never want to eat Taco Bell again. But then I was Is like... Is it bad that I would still eat it? Yeah, that's, well, that's what I said. I was like, yeah, but you don't go to Taco Bell because... The meat is real. <laughs> like you go to Taco Bell, it used to be it's better. Delicious. Though. It was way better when we were kids. I remember the meat being way better. I don't know. I never ate it when I was little, dude. I like wouldn't eat tacos. I'm telling you, all I what ate when freak. I all I ate when I was little was you mania. I ate a happy meal. That was it. I ate chicken nuggets you and French to be fries. Happy. I legitimately just ate chicken nuggets and French fries. I think the first thing I ever had from Taco Bell was when I was like, which I probably had something before that, like when I was little, like really little. But the first time I like vividly remember going to Taco Bell. Yeah. We were like 10 or 12. And I had steak grilled taquitos. And they were amazing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what the heck their like steak fajita meat is. It's good. But it's good. It's real good. (laughs) Yeah. I had steak grilled taquitos with like salsa. And I was like, why have I not been coming to Taco Bell? And then I think we ate those like almost every meal for like the next couple weeks. <laughs> I was just like, can Classic. we get Taco Bell? Can we get Taco Bell? And I, that is one that I wish they would bring back. Our steak grilled taquitos. Oh, yeah. They were so I had good, those before. Man. They were good. They were really good. And there's nothing to them. It was the steak meat that they put in like a quesadilla. Yeah. And they rolled it up in a tortilla with like cheese in it. With cheesia. Everything is in the yo. Yeah. They rolled it up in a tortilla with some cheesy uh, and they grilled it on the grill. Yeah. Okay. And then they served it. They had like three, it's either two or three options. You could get like salsa, guac, or queso with them or something. They were so good. Like really freaking good. I need to make those just by myself yeah. at some point because. But Holy crap, they were good. So the tuna, they can't identify the species. So what is that? Because it's, it's not unusual that it wouldn't be tuna. Is it a just lot like of, a, a lot of fish are marketed as other fish. Is it just like a mixture of fish? I think that's the best case scenario. Probably. Is that it's a mixture of other fish. The worst case yeah. scenario is that it's like imitation crab meat or something. Which isn't that bad. But if they're not telling people that it's not tuna. What is imitation crab meat? I don't know. I would assume it's not real crab meat. No, it's not. It's what do they make it out of? Probably tofu or something or soy. <clears throat> tofu. What is tofu? I is don't know. Soy? Man. Is it blocks of soy? No, it's blocks of tofu. What is tofu made of? It's gonna say tofu. Have you had the the new naked chicken thing from Taco Bell? No. Naked chicken chalupa. That's the only is? thing I won't get. Where the chicken uh-uh. is like on the outside. Taco because Bell always puts their meat where it shouldn't go. <laughs> Pause. Yeah. But like, you shouldn't use meat and then put... Well, I don't like it because I know it's like the like the most grossest processed chicken they could possibly get. Because they have to form that taco. Yeah. I've never tried it. It's not worth it. So tofu... What did you do to yourself? <laughs> what did you do? 
hurt myself. <laughs> what did you do? Did you get poison ivy? No. What is that? I'll explain later. Okay. Okay. So this says tofu is made from dried soybeans that are soaked okay. in water, crushed, and boiled. The mixture is separated into solid pulp, okara, and soy milk. So soy milk is just like a byproduct of tofu, I guess. And then it has salt coagulants such as calcium and magnesium chlorides and sulfates are added to the soy milk to separate the curds from the whey. No way. Yeah, way. But yeah, tofu actually isn't that bad. It's kind of like a meme. The problem is that there's a whole thing of them like replacing other meats and foods with tofu, which is not good. But it it itself is not bad. I don't know that I've even tried it, but I just look at it and I'm like, that looks disgusting. It's like a block of chalk. But, uh, yeah, grew up Subway. I haven't eaten in Subway in years. My dad likes to go to Subway. So we go. It's, it's okay. All right, it's it's fine. I don't give enough food. Like as much as you pay for a sandwich, and they're gonna put like yeah, just go to four pieces of meat on there. I'm like, dude, I don't want freaking cheapskates. Yeah. Subway. They also, you know how you used to be able to like fill out a serving, get a free cookie? Oh, yeah. And you could just like walk up there and get, they'd give you a free cookie. Mm-hmm. Now you have to actually buy something else. Oh, no. I'm like, I couldn't even get a free cookie. Gosh. Freaking Subway. Anyway. Yeah. You got anything else about barbecue or whatever? I don't think so. It is what I will say this. It's one of those things that people like overhype. Barbecue? Yeah. But they're like, barbecue's so good. It's like, yeah, it's good. But the problem is it's such a varying quality across everywhere, everything, every meat that people like hype up barbecue to something in their minds that like, that's not what it is. Like, it's just another really good food. It's not the end all be all of creation, in my opinion. It is deliciousness though. It's delicious. It's deliciousness, man. Yeah, like it, it, the the meme of like barbecue being delicious is the meme of like oh vegetables are gross. Like people just believe it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I will say, Stacy's used to have really good barbecue, and I miss them dearly. Yeah, that was good. The new places just aren't good, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And I know a lot of people like JWs. Probably gonna cut that out. I don't want to like bash them, but right, it's fine. But Stacy's was I'm not. I just they, don't. They had it. Down. I don't think it's that good. And maybe it's just because I'm getting like sausage. Maybe something else would be better. It's just not that good. I'm just not that crazy about yeah. it. But whatever. Anyway. Most people don't know good food. It's true. Because most people are dumb. I'm not saying I'm smart. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a general rule that most people. If you have terrible taste in food, <laughs> you're dumb. No, that's not what I. <laughs> We should put that on a shirt. <laughs> I just don't trust the majority of the populace. <laughs> Your taste in food is dumb. Dash Braxton. No. It's going to be on a shirt soon. <laughs> I know what you're going to do. You're going to make it sound like I, I think Coolsville sucks. Oh, man. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
No. <laughs> what is that from? It's Scooby-Doo 2. Fred says that to the camera. It says, you're going to edit this and make it look like I think Coolsville sucks. Cut to him on the news later in a clip <laughs> saying, I think Coolsville sucks. <laughs> I think I do remember that. I don't know. I haven't seen Scooby-Doo 2 in like forever. Well, then friendship. Is that, which, which one is Monsters Unleashed? Is that's that the, the second one. That's the second one? Okay. That's the one where it's from. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't remember. Need to go down the Scooby Doo no, I was don't. talking with someone about Scooby Doo last night. <laughs> I'm sure the first movie. I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were. He killed his grandpappy. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Subscribe on our podcast. Follow us on Spotify. Leave us a review. Those are always appreciated. We're at Question at Hand on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find all of those links as well as links to our Discord and Reddit pages at thequestionathand.com. Have a great week. We'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Nobody likes the tuna. <laughs>